The following podcast is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Connect, Australia's newest choice for event management and brand development specialising in pro wrestling. And now, now the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. Watch global, global. Support local. local. It's the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. All right, ladies, gents, and non-binary friends, welcome to the B Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Unchained. Today is Friday. You know what that means. It's Aussie Grabs Day. It's our favorite day here at the B Plus. It's the day we sit down to take a look at what's happening this week in the world of Australian professional wrestling. It's a big week this week. We also like to sit down and have a chat with an Aussie grappler or grappler adjacent person. This week, I had a chance to speak with the new Evolve champion out of ACW, Jesse Hendy. Uh, we talk about mental health in wrestling. We talk about his history, obviously. We talk about we talk about all kinds of things with Adelaide Championship Wrestling. Put a few people over. It's a good good chat. But before we get to that, we do have to take a look at this week in Aussie Graps News. <laughs> Starting off with hot off the presses right before, like I woke up this morning to record this episode. I'm recording it later than normal. Normally it's Thursday night I record. I'm glad I didn't because here we are Friday morning and hot off the presses. If the presses, of course, are Twitter. Shazza McKenzie has been announced for the AEW Casino Battle Royale that takes place this Sunday as part of the All Out presentation there in Chicago. Uh, So if you don't have All Out on Fight TV at this point, get it. Get it and watch our girl Shazza as she dominates the Casino Battle Royale. We're pulling for you, Shazza McKenzie. And I just want to go on record. I want to go on record as saying that I called it. I said when AEW was announced, I said Shazza McKenzie for AEW. Shazza McKenzie is going to end up in AEW. And here she is. Here she is making her debut in AEW, the arguably the number two promotion in the world. Uh, you know, once they get onto TV in October, definitely the number two promotion in the world. I'm hoping this snowballs. I'm hoping this becomes bigger and better things for Shazza and for all Aussie wrestlers, right? Because I did say that on last week's show. Uh, you know, NXT have my viewing at the moment over AEW on any episodes where Jonah Rock is there, on any episodes where Shane Haste is there, right? Because they've they've got a bunch of Aussies. Rhea Ripley challenging for the NXT Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler at the moment. Uh, NXT have a lot of Aussies, and so the Patriot in me which is you know, a very, very small portion of me, to be fair. But uh, I do want to tune in to see how the Aussie grapplers are going. So if AEW picks up a few extra Aussie grapplers, they're going to get a few extra viewers. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Uh, who else could go to AEW? I would love to see Mick Moretti in AEW. Holy shit. The Nations. The entire cast of the Nations should end up in AEW. But you know, I digress. Shazza McKenzie is headed to AEW this weekend for the Casino Battle Royale. Best of luck. We're pulling for you to win. I believe the prize for that is a number one contendership for the AEW Women's uh, title. What a way to debut would be by winning this Battle Royale. Looking forward to it. Over in Japan, our girl Avery uh, kicking some ass as part of the five-star Grand Prix. She's in the ring with people like Hazuki, with people like Momo Watanabe. She had a, her first round loss was against Momo Watanabe, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. So Avery over there in, in Japan in stardom is killing it. You can catch that on stardom world. It's definitely worth the $8 a month and the matches get uploaded daily. So definitely check out 
Avery in the five star Grand Prix. Meanwhile, Robbie Eagles is in New Japan killing it. Just, you know, just took part in the Super J Cup, and now he's off to Royal Quest this weekend. Uh, our people are, are heading all over the world, including India. Including India. Now, this is something that uh, not a lot of people talk about. So I talk about a lot. The Southeast Asian wrestling scene is blowing up. India, China, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines. There's some fantastic wrestling happening in this region, which we are a part of this region. And I, I would love to see Australia working more with promotions in the Philippines, with promotions in Malaysia, with promotions in Singapore, and obviously Japan as well, uh, China, India, all these sorts of areas. Because, you know, I talk about it with music. When when bands tour, they do Australia and Southeast Asia. That's what they do. And it would be really good to see our uh, wrestling companies be doing the same thing and, and you know have bring talent through for loops and all that sort of stuff. It would be great to set up this new Southeast Asian and Australian and New Zealand territory. Uh, and Hayden Zenith has been in India lately uh, working with Windangal Kasoma. And uh, their inaugural TV episode, which is expected to be to have been watched by millions, took place on Saturday night, I believe. Uh, and yeah, Hayden Zenith was featured in a, in a big tag match as I, I believe it was the main event on Windangal Kasuma's inaugural TV episode. So, uh, congratulations, Hayden Zenith, like, holy crap, that's a huge market in India. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get, I, I want to see more Aussies working in these, uh, Southeast Asian promotions. And I want to see more Southeast Asian workers finding their way to our shores because I'm a big fan of that entire scene and there's big things happening and, you know, this is the new hotbed of professional wrestling. I've been saying this for a year now, uh, possibly longer. Uh, but Australia, we, we we like to say we're the new hotbed, right? Like we are where the UK was five years ago. Just watch us. Uh, you know, you're going to notice us. Now we conquer. But it's not just us. There's a whole region here with fantastic wrestling. Uh, and and I definitely, it, I encourage people to get out there and check it out. And I encourage workers to get in touch with these companies because this whole region is set to blow. There's a lot of talent and there's a lot of dream matches. Man, I would love to see Trexus versus Slex. Or Trexus and Slex in a tag team. You could call them a Slexus. Anyway, I'm getting carried away once again. Over in Perth, Summer Ray and Tennille Dashwood coming over for Indie Girls. Obviously, Tennille Dashwood is one of our own. And uh, yeah, they, they've just announced that they're building a sort of a, a WWE dream match. A match that I think it happened in NXT. I'd call it more of an NXT dream match. Summer Ray is actually had some really good matches in NXT. I think she's kind of underrated. Uh, she never had a chance to shine on TV. She never really, you know, was booked to wrestle. She was booked to be there to look good, but I enjoyed Summer Rae as a wrestler. So I'm looking forward to seeing Summer Rae versus Tennille Dashwood over in Perth in Indie Girls. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of shows I watched this week. I started watching the EPW uh, school showcase go time. And those EPW showcases are fantastic. Uh, definitely get around them on Vimeo on the EPW from the vault service. I only got halfway through it. And then of course, life pulled me away. So I've, I've got to get back to that one. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want to see my thoughts on these shows, but uh, IPW, uh, IPW over in New Zealand have launched on fight TV. So the first episode went up uh, as you're listening to this. The second episode is probably up as well on fight TV. It's completely free to watch. So you can get yourself a fight TV account uh, and uh, you, you'll be able to log on and watch IPW New Zealand. The first match, was uh, the very first match on the very first episode of IPW TV on Fight was Jason Dewhurst, our very own Jason Dewhurst, taking on Candy Lee. It's definitely worth getting around if you are not familiar, too familiar with New Zealand wrestling. So like me, I'm still learning about New Zealand wrestling. So it's really good to have another avenue. Obviously, we have SPWs very easy to get a hold of through the various on-demand services that it's a part of. And now we have IPW completely free on Fight TV. There is no reason 
not to be watching it. I, the, Jason Tagatese, ooh, dude is a beast. Undefeated for 500 plus something days, I think it was. It was the graphic that showed up. And he is a beast. So definitely get around IPW New Zealand on Fight TV. Uh, I went to Adelaide Championship Wrestling and Riot City Wrestling this last weekend. And uh, not just at those shows, but at a lot of shows over this last weekend, there were there were title changes galore all across Australia. I mean, we'll start up in Sydney. FWA, uh, Nick Berry defeated Xena to become the women's champion. We talked about this last week. I guess they're doing a push. They're doing an angle where they're turning the women's championship into a anyone can challenge uh, genderless, weightless kind of championship, which I am all for. Uh, there's been some discussions about this online. I'm a big fan of genderless titles. I, I'm glad that PWA are doing it with the PWWA strap. Uh, and uh, if FWA want to do it with their women's championship as well, I think you got to you got to rename it. Probably, I don't think you want to continue calling it the Nick, the the women's championship. You might have to get a new plate for it. But uh, you know, I'm all for the genderless title situation. And uh, Nick Berry defeated Zena and won that women's championship, and he's taken it back to Melbourne and. They did a promo video with Xena and they did a promo video with Xena and Kingsley deciding they're going to follow him to Melbourne and, and get the title back. So I'm curious to see where that's going. You've also got uh, elsewhere last weekend, Jack Payne lost the suplex title. Uh, he had held that title for, I think, a year, maybe. Like he, He'd had a good run with that title, Jack Payne, and he lost the title. Robbie Hart defeated Rat Daddy for the Cruiserweight Cup here in Adelaide. Uh, we also had... Uh, Katie Trey take the key to the city, which gets him a title shot here in Riot City Wrestling. And Jesse Hendy, our guest this week, captured the ACW Evolve title. There may be other title changes I'm missing, but there's you know a whole lot of title changes took place last weekend. Uh, we'll talk to Jesse, of course, about becoming the Evolve champion in just a moment. We also had uh, the RCW show, man, was insane. They had a six-man, six-person, I apologize, six-person ladder match. Uh, Mickey Fortune came out of that match worse for where she took a huge bump to the outside. She sort of kind of missed the table. She like half hit the table that was on the outside and, uh, and shattered her ankle. Uh, she has had a surgery or not sure what the recovery time is going to be, but our, you know, best wishes go out to Mickey fortune. Uh, you know, obviously we, we want her to, to get well as soon as possible. Cause she was really on a roll in riot city wrestling, the women's champion there having defeated, uh, Indy Hartwell recently. So, you know, Best of luck to to Mickey Fortune. We're glad the surgery went well. We hope you get well soon. Uh, Jack Bonza also injured. He was scheduled to compete at the Riot City Wrestling Show, but was unable to. And so Mick Moretti had a gauntlet match against Gods and Monsters in which he was unsuccessful at claiming the titles for the nations. But it was still an amazing, amazing match. But Jack Bonza um, dealing with some neck issues at the moment. So took himself off the shelf, uh, put himself on the shelf, I think is the phrase. Anyway, he was out of action last weekend. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm assuming so that he could rest up and, and be well for, for this week's big shows with PWA, break their backs and make them rumble. He's got a big title defense there against the Velocities. So, you know, best uh, wishes to Jack Bonzo. We hope it's not too serious and we hope that, uh, you know, you can get back to full health as soon as possible. Uh, but that's all we got in the way of news for this week. I'm sure there was more as always. We cover Aussie wrestling with an asterisk. We can't get to everything. There's some huge shows coming up this weekend. You got PWA Break Their Backs, Make Them Rumble, EPW Hell or High Water, TJP attending both of those shows. You got MCW New Horizons, uh, Adam Brooks versus Slex. Huge match taking place in Melbourne on Saturday. Big, big shows, which you can hear. You know what's coming up this weekend after the interview, of course. But 
Uh, I, I say this just to say that we're changing our formats a little bit here at the B+. We're toying with things. We're rejigging things. We're moving things around as people come and go, and we're trying to figure out how best to cover all the world of Australian wrestling. So we're going to try doing a flagship show tonight, uh, which should release tomorrow. So, And we will be talking Australia on the flagship show as well. So the flagship show is going to be a bit of a longer show uh, where we talk you know, major news from WWE, major news from AEW, big show results, New Japan. We're, we're going to cover everything. And then we're going to have individual shows for people who want to go in-depth on different topics and different companies. So uh, obviously this is our Australian show. This, this Aussie Graps interview show is never going anywhere. This has kind of always been my flagship show, but we're, we're going to have a flagship show where we cycle in people from the team to talk about big things that are happening in the world of Australian wrestling. So uh, it's highly likely we're recording the show pretty much straight after the PWA Rumble ends. So it's highly likely we'll be talking about PWA, MCW, EPW, and all that goodness. So definitely check out our new flagship show coming out tomorrow. Uh, but before you get there, we need to listen to this interview with Jesse Hendy, and then I will tell you what's happening this weekend near you. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey guys, just a reminder, if you want to hear all of these wonderful B-plus podcast episodes completely ad-free, make sure you head over to Patreon or Podbean, where we are the featured podcast this week. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month, where Anything you want to help us with, it really helps out. It's going to help us grow the site. It's going to help us redesign some things. And everything that we get through this and through the advertising as well is all going straight back into the podcast so that we can get Aussie Graps out there for the rest of the world to hear about, for the rest of the world to see, so we can grow this mission of watch global, support local, and build indie wrestling. So if you want to be a part of that and get some really cool rewards like call-in shows, bonus episodes, ad-free like I mentioned, then head over to patreon.com slash the B plus and subscribe today. Hey everyone, just want to take a second to tell you about one of our new sponsors, Outbreak Nutrition. Outbreak Nutrition are creating supplements for survival, sharper minds, quicker reflexes, all the energy you need to take your performance to the next level, whether that be on the field, in the gym, on the gaming field, that's right, they have specifically designed gaming supplements as well to help you focus on those late night sessions. They even sell coffee, you guys, at Outbreak Nutrition. You can get coffee pods, you can get coffee beans, you can get supplements for the bedroom as well if you want to enhance your performance there. These are performance-enhancing supplements for every aspect of your life, specifically designed by gamers for gamers to stay fit and healthy in the gym, to stay sharp and focused on the game, and to dominate in all areas of life. So check out OutbreakNutrition.com. And for being a listener of our podcast, they will give you 10% off your order when you enter the code B+. That is B-P-L-U-S at checkout. So make sure if you want to stay on top of your game, if you want to take your performance to the next level, OutbreakNutrition.com. Enter the code B+, at checkout. All right, joining me at this time by the magic of the internet provided my shitty Australian internet connection holds up. He is the new Adelaide Championship Wrestling Evolve Champion. You would think that I would have him here with me sitting at one microphone, but he's in Melbourne at the moment for Battle Championship Wrestling. Jesse Hendy, how are you, brother? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. I think I'm coming down with something. My kids came home from school coughing and spluttering all over the place, and now I'm sniffling. And so, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, well, I'm the same, actually. I'm wrestling in Melbourne with a cold, so... <laughs> yeah, well, Melbourne's fucking cold as well. My partner's in Melbourne at the moment for a, a roller derby tournament, and she's messaging me. She's like, 
you think Adelaide is cold. Like, this place is ridiculous. Yeah, it's free. It was, when I got here on the plane, it was pissing down. So yeah. Then I landed. Yeah, see, last time I went to Melbourne was in, like, October. And it was cold for October, but it wasn't, like, Melbourne cold. But I guess it's it's, it's pretty cold at the moment because we're still... Is it still winter? I don't even know what season it is, man. It feels like it's still winter. Um, yeah, I think it's winter, yeah. I think it's winter. <laughs> Look at us. We're very educated. We know our seasons well. But <laughs> we're not here to talk about seasons. We're here to talk about wrestling. So you are, of course, a professional wrestler here in Adelaide. Uh, one of the lesser-known companies you work with, uh, ACW, a company that, you know, obviously I, I, I go to shows frequently and I'm, I'm a big fan of and I'm trying to get the word out more. But you didn't start yeah. with ACW, right? No, I actually started with uh, Harvest Pro Wrestling, um, which closed down, I think it was at the end of 2013, after a superstars of wrestling show, which had uh, Hardcore Holly and uh, Orlando Jordan on it. Um, but I was with them, uh, who, like Mitchell owned it, uh, but I was with them for about, I think, three years, maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, and then, yeah... Um, Adelaide Championship Wrestling was starting out and got a message and yeah, decided to go ahead and join it. So. Right, so so High Risk Pro Wrestling there, they sort of went, they became Snake Pit and then Pro Wrestling South Australia. Is that right? I'm, I'm still getting around Adelaide's um, wrestling history. No. Well, High Risk Pro Wrestling was its own brand and there was still Snake Pit. Okay. So Snake Pit was Snake Pit back then, um, but Snake Pit are the current owners of, uh, well, PWSA is what you call them. Uh, right. They are the current owners of High Risk Pro Wrestling. It's, uh, they bought the company, so. Okay, see, that's where that's where the because they're conflated in my mind. I know HRPW Snake. Yeah. I know so Snake Pit bought HRPW. Yep, yep, correct. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, how you? I heard that you were. I've seen photos as well of you, and you look like you're about twelve in the wrestling ring. Which <laughs> to any twelve year olds <laughs> listening, I don't think we recommend being in the wrestling ring at age twelve. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the professional here, but. How old were you when you started, man? Because you looked like a baby. Um, I was 15 years old, 20 kilos, uh, four foot eight. Um, so still in high school. Um, Wait, did you say 20 kilos? 20 kilos, correct, yeah. Is that even possible? Um, I had a, uh, well, apparently, I had a lot of issues <laughs> gaining weight when I was younger because my ADHD and bipolar, people don't know about that sort of stuff. But yeah, um, that's one thing that I deal with on a daily basis. But um, yeah, it was a very hard thing for me to put on weight and then I don't know randomly at some age I just got a massive growth, growth spurt and uh, now I'm far from 7 and 60 ki- 65 kilos actually now. Right, yeah. A, a little yeah. bit more respectable when getting into the wrestling ring than 20 kilos. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. So you would have worked the underdog um, role a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I was the, the big underdog role. I started a tag team with the Outbackers um, with a guy called Kevin Stark Um Okay, Mouse is what he used to be called. Um, but um, he, he's, uh, he was my uncle. Um, and we started out. Um, it's quite funny, actually, because when we first started, we didn't want to be a tag team. Um, we wanted to do our own single thing, and we kind of got pushed together. Um, Monday actually came up with the whole Outbackers thing and thought it'd be cool. Um, for right, so you were, you were team, Outbacker but, Jesse? Yeah, I was Outbacker Jesse, yeah. Um, which... It's quite funny because I wasn't, you know, uh, an outbacker kid. It, um, Mouse was the one that grew up in the uh, in the countryside and things like that, so he had more of an idea than what I did. Yeah. And Mouse, 
you know him personally, he's actually he's mountain with Gavin Stark and Gavin Stark. <laughs> right. He's a bogan, he drinks beer all the time, smokes cigarettes, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah. yeah he, 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 he's him. <laughs> Yeah, because we've trained together and like we've hung out and stuff, and I would not pick you as a country kid at all. So the yeah, fact that no, you're out back at Jesse is just hilarious to me. Yeah, I mean, if it's been all Jesse Hendy, probably would have made more sense. But <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have imagined. Like, are you have you watched any Newcastle pro wrestling from up in New South Wales? Uh, no, I haven't, but I've heard of them. But... Yeah, there's this brilliant character Tyson Reed, and he's like he's like yep. a he's like a uh, Esh lad, you know, like bum bag, cigarette behind his ear, you know, TNs, yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I yeah. would have imagined that being your first gimmick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, if I was uh, to do that and I was to be a hill, I'd definitely come up with some pretty funny things. I have some shanks in my bum bag and things like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Very creative. <laughs> <laughs> Take it hardcore. No. That's ultra violent wrestling there. <laughs> yeah. Did you do much yeah. like violent stuff in. Because HRPW, just the name of it, High Risk Pro Wrestling, sounds to me like there would yeah. have been more hardcore stuff and, and whatnot than we're used to. Um, you'd think so, reading the name, but no. Um, there was maybe there was one barbed wire ropes match with Blake Mitchell and David Hawke. Um, but other than that, there wasn't really any hardcore crazy stuff. Um, when, I, when I came to ACW was when I basically started that whole... Uh, when I became a... A hill. I was, you know, in the purge and that sort of stuff, and I sort of betrayed the whole violence, solved everything thing, and did the barbed wire and all that sort of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it didn't really go on in high risk pro wrestling, um, unfortunately. But back then, I, I would have been too scared to do anything like that anyway. So, <laughs> oh, you were a kid, <laughs> so yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it. But but this is the name. Like when I hear high risk pro wrestling that's what comes to my mind is I imagine it being that style, especially cause I know like PWSA, I know they do a lot of hardcore stuff. Like they have their barbed wire Lego table death matches and stuff. Right. So, so yeah, I just kind yeah. of, yeah, it just kind of two and two in my mind. I'm like, high risk pro wrestling makes sense. Was this 15 year old kid taking bumps on, on fucking Lego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's not more sense. <laughs> Although that'd be good though, like if if you're gonna introduce a 15 year old to wrestling, like you bill him from uh, from your brother's bedroom, you know, and you come out with a bag of Lego. <laughs> oh, with his father's consent. <laughs> with his father's <laughs> consent, I can get behind this gimmick. Now I've changed my tune. If any 15 year olds want to get in the ring, <laughs> we've got your gimmick sorted uh, for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. So you did, you switched to ACW in, uh, like, 2014, you said? Yeah, yeah, around about that time, yeah. And uh, how, how did you find the switch? Because you trained under Blake Mitchell. Yeah, Yeah, I trained originally under Blake Mitchell, yeah. And then um, switching and then, to uh, Joe Mundy and Jack Rossley at ACW. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. Is Correct. it different training philosophies? Um, not really. I would say it's... Being there was probably the best decision of my career. If I went anywhere else, uh, besides uh, you know the RCW or somewhere else, maybe you know. But I feel like for me, ACW has been the best decision that I've made in my life. Um, I've really developed as a professional wrestler and as a person too. It's you know, if if I stayed or went to PWSA and things, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. Um, not not saying that you know going to PWSA is bad or anything like that, but for me, um, 
But um, yeah, well, I mean, PWSA has, has created, you know, has, has created stuff. I mean, Michael Weaver's doing fantastic. He's, you know, traveling around the yeah. place doing things in APW and what have you, and he's 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 uh, he's killing it. And we've also got, you know, Matt Hader who's moved on to Riot City Wrestling and stuff. So it's not, yeah. it's not like yeah, the, the the different wrestling companies in Adelaide. Adelaide's really interesting to me. Like the scene is so. It seems so fragmented, but ACW seem like they want to work with everyone, which makes me really happy. Yeah, we we really want to. We all have that motive that we want. You know, we've wanted for years for for Australian wrestling for everyone to get together, and Adelaide's always struggled with that. Adelaide's always been about competing against each other, um, and that's a lot of what our companies did. We all competed against each other. We didn't want to work together, and since ACW started, we've all had that motive. We want to work with RCW. We want to work with Rampage. We want to work with PWC. We want to make Adelaide wrestling known. And not just about, oh, who's the best company in Adelaide. You know, we want we want every single fan to come to every single show of each different company and really grow wrestling. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with ACW doing that as well. I, I imagine as, as trainees at the ACW Academy, at people who train with ACW, uh, you guys are pushed to be better, right? Because now all of a sudden ACW are bringing in Adam Brooks, they're bringing in Richie Taylor, they've got, you know, Katie Trey, Tony Toro, guys from ACW working the show, Michael Weaver, Ace Wilson, guys from, you know, PWSA working the show. And so you guys have to really push to be the best you can possibly be just to get on the card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and like, there's a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of hard work done by a lot of people. Um, and unfortunately, you can sit there and bust your ass for months on end and just little things that training you can have a little injury and you could just everything could be gone within a second but there's a lot of people that work really hard and then there's a lot of people that don't work hard and expect to be given a lot of things and I feel like in this business you really need to bust your ass and I'm 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 going to be straight out and say that I've taken a lot of things for granted in my career and I've only now I just started getting my stuff together and doing the right thing and actually taking professional wrestling more serious. Um, you know, I had a lot of opportunities taken away from me from my own, you know, my own uh, mess-ups and things like that. So I really think if everyone's going to work hard, we should work as a team and not, not compete against each other. That, that's a lot of things. The people who are in a company together and things like that, they all compete against each other and they try to be better than each other. I feel like as a wrestler, as long as I wake up every day and go, I'm going to be better than what I was yesterday, then I'm going to be, you know, at the top of my game. I don't need to worry about anyone else's day game or anything like that. Yeah, so absolutely. Well, com- compete mentality. against yourself and help others compete against themselves and everyone gets better, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because cause like when I talk to guys like at PWA and stuff and they talk about how it is a family, but they are competitive and it's, it's a fine, a fine yeah. balance to strike. Oh, um, well, there's a lot of people like Joe Mundy, Jack Rossley, they deserve so much more. And But them guys, they really, you know, they really put themselves last. Um, they really help out a lot of people and they lot, give people opportunities to put themselves opportunities, um, which I'm really grateful, grateful for. But at the same time, them guys deserve a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you in putting Mundy over because at at the last show Mundy worked a new character, right? The I'm gonna I don't know the name, but he was a, a guy in a like a lucha mask, and uh, and working kind of like a Mexican gangster gimmick situation. 
And and it looked yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. sitting in the crowd, it looked to me like this match was going to be a squash match. Like, here's this new character. I'm guessing it's one of the kids from the Academy. I don't even know who it is. And I'm like, just sitting yeah. in the crowd, I'm like, this is going to be a squash match. But the guy got some shine in on, on Monday. And when I spoke to Monday, I was just like, oh, man, I expected that to be a squash match. And he's like, oh, it's, you know, it's going somewhere. And, and I, I, like, I don't need extra momentum at this point. Like, because ACW, you got to understand the ACW crowd. And, you know, the Mondays are yeah. hugely over with that crowd because it's, it's their company. And so, of course, you know, they're hugely over yeah. in that arena. And so he was like, yeah. I don't need the momentum or anything at the moment, but I'm about about lifting others up and, and giving them a shot. And so it made sense to have the match be, you know, him getting a little bit more in. And I was just like, man, fucking eight. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, that's the kind of attitude we need. Yeah. And that, that's a good thing about Mondays. He, he doesn't, and, and Jack too, they don't worry about making himself, not, not look bad, but they don't, they're not worried about making people look better than what they make themselves look. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's a good thing. Like Monday, he's an absolute great heel because he understands it all, um, and he, he understands that you don't have to get all your stuff in, and you don't have to make yourself look like you know a million bucks. It's about making other people look like a million bucks. You can, you know, take the move better than anyone has ever taken it before, and make them look like a million bucks, and you've done your job. Um, and that's what Monday really like focuses on is. Not just all about him. He always looks and puts people wherever and does good business. So, yeah, that's that's awesome, and and that's why I'm a big fan of ACW, and they're growing show to show, right? Like the the new shows that you guys are doing at the Estonian, they're getting bigger and bigger every time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been it's been very humbling to see where we come from about five whatever years, you know, um, we've been running for. Um, You've really come a long way from a little tiny shed that held, held about 40 to 50 people to selling out every show, you know what I mean? Like, it's very humble and very great to see us get to the point where we're at as long as we can just keep that going, keep that ball rolling and keep us in our ass, yeah. make it even bigger. Yeah, you know? those, those evolved I'd like, shows. I'd like are... for us to be wrestling in the theatre one day or, you know, entertainment center. It'd be great. Absolutely. Those, those evolve shows, the ones that take place at the academy in the shed, um, it's a bigger shed now. Uh, but that's those are one hundred people sellouts every time, like without fail. Yeah, and I yeah. I got real pissed at the last one because you guys got licensed. You can get beer now, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't. No one told me. There's a train station right there. No one told me. I drove like a schmuck oh, to come to ACW Evolve to watch you in your Evolve title match, and uh, and and I couldn't even drink a beer because I drove. No one told uh, me you guys got licensed. Yeah. Yeah, um, we did advertise that. Um, yeah, that's on me. But, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, that train station's real easy to get. That's what I always suggest to a lot of people. They go, oh, I don't have my license. So, well, lucky for you, the train station down the road. And that's actually how I get the training, actually, because I don't drive myself. So, yeah. you know, it's real convenient for me. It's one bus to Salisbury. You know, and then the train down to Islington. So, yeah, because it's literally right there. there. It's, like a, it's like a three-minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's crazy. Anyway, so so next next evolve show, uh, you can expect me to get a few beers in me and and get get rowdy. <laughs> awesome, but, awesome. But at the last evolve show, uh, you you picked up a a big win over the scumbag Joey yeah. Triton. You are the new evolve champion. How does it feel, man? Because this is you, you've never held a championship before. If I'm not, if I'm correct. Yeah, it, honestly, it feels really weird. Like waking up every day having the title on your bedhead. It just it's real. It's very humbling to me. Like, um, 
there's been a lot of things that I've stuffed up in my career and a lot of things that haven't happened in my life. You know, I haven't had a very good life, but I haven't had a worse life. Um, but, you know, I, I, it's very humbling waking up and knowing that, you know, all the hard work after seven years finally starting to pay off. Um, and, I'm, and I'm very thankful for that. Because um, I, I didn't expect it. You know, I didn't expect to be in the position that I'm at at the moment. I'd never see myself wrestling in, you know, in Melbourne um, and stuff like that. So it's a very, very different feeling, but it's, it's great. Uh, just feeling all that crowd, like that reaction when I won, you know, after that three count, when I, when I caught Joe Triton out, just all that reaction was great. You know, I really felt it. It was great to have all my friends and family there and my mum there and, you know, some of my closest people. So, Yeah, the place came unglued because, uh, you know, I mean, Triton had only just won the title uh, not long ago. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't yeah. think, like, as a any any smart fan, you know, quote unquote smart fan, uh, you know, I was sitting yeah. there just being like, well, you know, Triton's winning this obviously because he's he's just won the title. But no, it was another yeah. title change, and uh, it it came unexpected, and, and the place just blew. Yeah, he did, and I, I I had a, you know, they always reacted really well well for me. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of things that I feel like I do differently to a lot of people. I really try and make them feel as, um, you know, as important as, as I can. Um, because there's a lot of people that even in WWE and things like that, they don't, I feel like they don't communicate with the fans as much as they should. Yeah. Um, well, it's harder I, I on that, on that big level. That would be harder, but I mean, you've got Twitter and stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you got Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but it's just like, I always treat them like a person. Because at the end of the day, a lot of them have been through a lot of struggles that I have been through. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I got hit by a car when I was eight. Had to learn how to walk again. Um, I've, you know, grown up in the area with drugs, alcohol. My mum was an alcoholic. I was growing up. She turned herself around. She's not an alcoholic anymore. Uh you know, I grew up with stabbings down my street, shootings, all them sort of things. So I think just a lot of a lot of things people can relate to in my life that I've dealt with. Um, and I'm just very relatable to them, I think, yeah. in that aspect. Yeah, definitely. Look, I grew up in a, in a pretty bad area myself in Western Sydney. I grew up in Mount Druitt, uh, which people may know from the ABC series Struggle Street. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, and uh, so it, it is, it's one of those things where it, it, you, you are connecting with that audience because uh yeah. yeah just knowing that you've gone through that kind of thing like i didn't even i didn't even know that but you are sort of the every man like you can't you're very relatable when you're out there yeah yeah and I, I feel like it's my presence too because i mean no matter what um you should always go out there with as much energy as you can you should really want every single match to be your best match or you know as much intensity as your last match. Yeah. Um, obviously, sometimes you vary. You'll have a little bit more intensity than you did the last match or things like that. But yeah, I feel like the way I present myself really helps as well because I just don't just go out there and go, you know, come on, guys, and things like that. I really, you know, get everything behind it. Yeah. Um, but because, I'm not going to sit here and put myself over. But yeah. <laughs> that's what you're here for, man. That's what you. That's, that's what. That's that's what. Uh, like growing up in those areas as well. Uh, you know, like like I did or like you have. 
Um, you, you're told pretty much your whole life. Like, you, you, you're born here, you're going to die here, you know, you're never going to yeah. do anything. And now here you are, you're taking interstate yeah. bookings now and stuff. Like, it's it must feel good to, like, know that you've come from that place and are able yeah, to sort it, of get out of there and transcend that. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Like, I grew up with a lot of bullying. I got bullied a lot at school. Um, got told I'd never be anything. Um, you know, even by family members and things like that. I've always been put down, you know, not having a father role in my life either. You know, always having that feeling of not being wanted, not, you know, having the support that I felt like I needed. Um, but it's really good to see people that used to bully me in school sit there and say congratulations to me, you know, seven years down the track or whatever since I was doing it when I first started and they used to post, they used to put posters up all over the school and put penises on them and stupid things like that, oh. as kids do. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of like a laughing stock for a lot of people. And I think it's real good knowing that then people now congratulate me and, you know, <laughs> try and add me on Facebook and that sort of thing. And it's sort of like, well, you know, you didn't support me back then, so I don't really need your support now. So, so. Yeah. But it's really good to know that I've got to that point where they sort of realise now that it wasn't just a bloody hobby and stuff for me. Yeah. That there is something to it. Yeah. And yeah. You, you touched on before, you mentioned that you, you know, your daily struggles, right? Your bipolar, ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. How has yep. that sort of affected your journey in wrestling? Um, that's, that's really affected my journey because, um, you know, I was married and that sort of thing, and it was a very toxic relationship. Um, it was good at the start, and then it just got really real toxic. I got They're always good early. at the start, man. They're always good at the start. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was dealing with a lot of stuff, and I didn't know how to to vent. And wrestling has always been my vent. Wrestling has always been my my mental health support system. Um, and, it, and it has become that again. I think that's why I'm so humbled and, you know, happy to be back and training full-time and things like that. Um, but I've always really struggled with mental health. Um, you know, I've, I tried to commit suicide about maybe a year ago, something like that. Um, dealt with a lot of stuff in my life. Um, but it really, like, things like sleeping. I used to get, like, three hours sleep every night if I was lucky. I've only just started now getting some more sleep. But, um, yeah, little things. I used to overthink about a lot of things. It used to really take down my confidence down as well um which really really affects you in training if you're, if you're training and stuff and you do something and you keep messing up the same thing it really really messes with your, your health and your, you know in your mind and stuff like that but yeah but wrestling has helped you sort of overcome that no 100 percent. i always i would suggest anyone with any mental health any issues Find something that you love and just go with it. Stuff what anyone says, you know, you could be shit at it for, you know, four or five years and then the last two years of your career, you hit the top, you know. As long as you continue doing something that you love that distracts you from them issues or, you know, from life in general, then do it. Well, that, that helps you, you know get I mean? that sort of, that cathartic release. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And... I, you know, I had a lot of issues going up talking to people because I never had anyone to talk to, so I never wanted to talk to anyone. Because to me, it was sort of the whole, you know, uh, no one's been there for me before, so why? Why are you coming here now? You know, right? Uh, always feeling like it's a trap. 
Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a it's just a laughing stock. Like oh, you know, there's a song I could listen to uh, called Joyner Lucas. Um, it's called I'm Sorry, and it's like go ahead, call me a coward, say that I'm not strong because I'm not like you. Um, and then it's go ahead, and then it's go ahead, give me advice, and then laugh at me behind closed doors. Just close the door and let me be by myself. Is that, and that that line there is what how I used to feel a lot. Um, you know, I didn't want to open up and tell people how I was feeling because I thought they were just going to laugh at me. And that, but, you know, once I started talking to people and opening up, you know, it really, really helps. But That's good, but man. That's good. I'm glad to hear that you're you're sort of getting through that and that, that wrestling is able yeah. to help you get through that because it is important. And, you know, anyone listening, you know, it doesn't have to be wrestling. It's just, just something that you love, something that can, you know, help you find that release. Yeah, yeah. And social yeah, circles too, because that's the thing with wrestling; it's inherently social. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're you're out there with people, you're training with people. It's a team sport. Now, like you said, you switched to ACW in 2014. Now, I, I hear that yep. you talked about having you know made mistakes and missed opportunities and whatnot. Yep. You almost got let go from ACW a while back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, there were certain things that I wasn't committing to training, but never come to training. Um, I wasn't also being a very good friend either to Monday and Jack, you know, um, they, they've done a lot for me and I, you know, was just blindsided by the situation that I was in with my wife and things like that. I'm not going to sit there and go ahead and blame her, but I mean, I never really ever put rest, you know, something first before wrestling until then. So, but, um, yeah, I, I don't, I burnt a lot. I could have burnt my bridges at ACW, um, just not being honest and telling people what's going on and things like that. Like, if, if I committed a training, like I'd tell them I'm coming back and I'm here, but then I'd just never, you know, never show it, never do it, never go through with it. Um, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things that were said that none of us meant and things like that. It was just the heat of the moment. But I'm glad that we all, like, got through it and I'm at where I'm at now, so. Yeah, the Evolve Champion. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever pick up the belt? Do you you ever pick up the belt and just think you weigh as much as I did when I started wrestling? (laughs) Weighs probably ten more kilos than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it feels really weird. Like, um, I picked it up when uh, when the ref raised my hand. I was like, I'm going to pop my shoulder out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a you look at it, it doesn't look that heavy. It's a pretty heavy belt, and it's very big, too. Um, yeah, it's it's a big belt. Part of the, there's Big belts are in right now. The AEW belt's a nice, big, 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 yeah. shiny belt. Yeah, the big belts are all the yeah. all the rage at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, <laughs> so you've been doing this for a while now. Uh, let's, let's talk about uh, some of your favorite opponents, right, that you've had yep. across yep. any of the companies you've worked in. Any other company, yep. Well, um... Number one on my list is obviously because it's a, a big deal. Uh, Famous B. Um, me and Famous B at BCW, kind uh, of the day, but we had a really good match together. Um, don't know what it was that night. I just, I was very nervous going into the match. And then as soon as I got in that ring, just my confidence just was there. Um, we had very good chemistry. We understood each other. We both, had the same views of psychology and all these things. So I think we really just hit it off and had a very good match. Um, 
I didn't know yeah, you worked Famous the... B at that show. Yeah, yeah. The Lucha Down um... Underground. Yeah, the Lucha Down Underground, yeah. Um, which was a very thrill moment for me. Because um, originally I was meant to be uh, facing Kent Shamrock. Wow, yeah. Um, and I'm, honestly, um, in my opinion, you know, I'd love to work Kent Shamrock just because it's Kent Shamrock. Right. But I'm really humbled that I got the, op- the different opportunity because... I was able to show my full abilities, you know what I mean? I was able to yeah. show the world what I was okay. capable of and not just... I mean, realistically, you, know, you get in there with, with Ken Shamrock. You're getting stretched for a couple of minutes and, and <laughs> that's, that's yeah, the match. Yeah. 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 Um, which, obviously, you know, I would probably... I, I would complain, but I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, well, you were in there with Ken fucking Shamrock. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's... It's just the the fact that I got to work someone who didn't have to who didn't have to give me anything, and that's that's the thing either. I was expecting to go into the same match as if I was, you know, someone else, and you know they are. I don't feel like taking this today, or I've got to wrestle tomorrow, so you know we won't do this and blah blah blah. But he was like, anything you want to give me, do it. Yeah, well, I feel um, like famous B as well is from the the younger generation of wrestlers, right? Like he's right now, you know. Whereas, like, so I, I feel like some of yeah, the, oh, the older generation that were big stars in the 90s and whatnot, there's gonna there's there's yeah. naturally, because that was when wrestling was at its peak and the, the business yeah. has changed or whatnot, I feel like it's gonna, there's naturally gonna be less give and take in that kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, just yeah. as a fan, that's just how I see it as a fan. Like, it's that's how it looks whenever you go to these shows where, where you know, some of the, the past generation are coming in. Yeah. And that's a lot of them as well, a lot of old guys. And this is why I really respect Mundy and, you know, always, you know, say that he's a great worker and things because you got one of these old guys that uh, have been in the business for 15, 16 years and they're just not willing to adapt to the business these days. Yeah. They're not willing to try something new. Um, they're just stuck in that whole, you know, no flips, you know, let's work, all them sort of things. And I'm not saying every single match has to have flips because it doesn't. Yeah. But when it comes to the moments that you need to make something meaningful, having them same old school wrestling matches where you just chain wrestle for 15 minutes at the start or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not eye catching anymore. And it's not what people want to see as much as, you know, I'd love to see like Eddie Guerrero and, you know, Chris Benoit do a whole match, just chain wrestling at the start. I would like that, but if you nowadays, if you put that in a bunch of, you know, in a bunch of in front of a bunch of indie fans, you wouldn't get the same reaction you would maybe five, six, seven years ago. Right? Yeah. So well, wrestling it, changes; it evolves. You know, you know who yeah. on one of the BCW shows, the ECW one, where they brought out all the ECW guys. Uh, Shane Douglas seemed like he's still with it. Like he was, he was, he seemed like he was a, he was ready to, he was there to work. You know. Yeah, yeah, he he did really well actually, and we actually did a seminar with, with Shane Douglas, and it was actually pretty interesting. Um, he didn't like pick us up on anything like that. Like he didn't change anything that we were doing because he because we were doing it right, but it wasn't his style. Um, but he was really, you know, everything that I've been taught in my career by Kyle and and, and Blake, and obviously I've had a lot of other seminars and stuff. Um, I, you know, we don't really, I'm not going to say we don't learn anything because you always learn something every day. Yeah. Um, 
But when it comes to psychology and things like that, a lot of our psychology is very, very similar to how there was think of wrestling. Um, so it's kind of good to know that, you know, you get taught the right things and things like that, but it's, it's great to yeah. see someone like Shane Douglas who's willing to adapt and he understands that, you know what, time to change, time to do something different, which is great. Yeah, definitely. And so at the moment you're in Melbourne for BCW, another BCW show. Yep, yep. And, and, uh, um, and are you in the Sydney show tomorrow as well? Uh, no, I'm I'm in the, the 15-man uh, battle royal thing. Nice, nice. And so um, interstate bookings, is that something that you want to get more of? Like, what are your goals moving forward from this 100%. point? 100%. I, I want to really wrestle around the whole of Australia. Um, really looking at, I'd love to wrestle at EPW on Perth. Um, I'd love to go to MCW one day. Um PCW even, um, TWC, I think it's called, um, that Tasmanian company. Um, Jack's wrestled there a few times. Um, yeah, TCW, Tasmanian Championship, yeah. TCW, that's it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd really love to wrestle around Australia. Um, and one day I'd love to go international. Um, you know, the UK, Japan, I'm... <sighs> I'm not really too sure about... Obviously, Japan's really good for exposure and getting your name out there. But for me, you've, you've spoken to me, you know what I'm like as a person. Could you imagine me trying to speak Japanese? <laughs> I, I don't think I'd, I'd capable. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I could. Um, I struggle to learn English. A lot of Japanese... A lot of the people in Japan speak English, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But, no, but I get what you mean. I, I get what you mean. I, I feel like Somewhere where there's less language barrier. So so maybe yeah, not Japan, yeah. maybe not Mexico. They'd be nice, but Yeah, it'd be great. Like I wouldn't turn it down, but I wouldn't you know I wouldn't one hundred percent go that's where I'm going. Yeah. Um in America too. I'd love to go down the Santino Bros um down there and have a training session and just see what I can learn from them guys because that's where famous being and stuff trains and a lot of guys train there, like Mustafa the Ali, I think he's been there a few times. Stuff like that. Like, I'd really, really love to go there and learn just adapt my abilities. Yeah, man. You know what? You know what I want to see. I want to see you. Uh, I want to see you fly up to Sydney and and spend a week or so at the PWA Academy because they're, oh, they're that's a good story, yeah. they're one of those groups that are, like PWA and EPW and stuff. They're, they're all like you know, door is open. Uh, you know, come yeah. in and train as as long as you're here to train and stuff, and you you go, you pay the fees, yeah. train, you do your thing. And and I think I think some yeah. time at the PWA or EPW academies would be amazing for you, man. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, I totally forgot to mention PWA. PWA yeah, just got to um, just got to save them pennies because it means taking a, a week off work. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. you know, yeah, but, but yeah, I definitely love to, to do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, to um, head into state, especially now that I'm more serious. Um, you know, I'm getting some more gear made up. You know. Um, I noticed like that you had this, those new purple tights, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was new. Yeah, definitely new. But, you know, a lot of people say, um, you know, it doesn't look good. My mum doesn't like them. My mum hates them. And I said, well, what do you what do you think, you know, at the end of the night of, out of everyone else's gear? Now, I'm not saying that no one has good gear because there are a lot of, like, Jack has really good gear. Mundy has good gear. Riley has good gear. And Violet you know, Blitz. A lot of people that, 
Violet Blitz has some yeah. of the best gear I've ever seen, man. The, the fucking the hair yes. and that that whole aspect, that whole look. Yeah, it's, it's scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but the whole the whole um purple tights just stand out. They did, man. They and did. You know, I liked that, them. As soon as you came out, I was like, "Whoa, yeah. new tights, Jesse!" Like I was into it. Yeah, and, and it's like they don't even need to know my name. Just get that guy in the purple tights. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least, yeah, you at stood least out. They're going home, and you know, you know, I'm standing out. They're, they're mentioning me. They they know who I am. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's, my next step is also to get some merch as well, um, which should be good. Um, I'm not too sure about t-shirts yet. I'm sort of just get a little stuff first and see how that goes. Because um, I've seen a lot of people invest in a lot of money and a lot of t-shirts and stuff. Like t-shirts are expensive, um, yeah. expensive as hell um, for someone, especially somebody who's unemployed. Um, but yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people invest a lot of money into their, their character and things like that, and they've just done it for no reason and haven't sold anything, and it kind of sucks to, you know, invest in yourself and it not go the way that you expect. So I really just want to play it smart and just, you know, even if I get 10 items of a certain thing and just see how that goes. But, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what have you got? What have you got? Before I let you go, man, what have you got coming up that you want to you wanna let people know about and where can people find you online to keep up with Jesse Handy? Um, you can check out my like page on Facebook. Um, it's just Jesse Handy. Um, J-E-S-S-E space H-E-N-D-Y um, we got the Evolve show coming up on I believe it's September 21st I believe it is um, so that's going to be a really good show um, I'll be defending my Evolve championship I'm pretty sure so that'll, that'll be good um, I think Joey Charlton has his rematch I'm not too sure what's going on haven't heard anything so um, but yeah really come down check me out get Cheap alcohol, five dollar beers, you know, seven dollar spirits. I think it is, or six dollar spirits, something like that. Um, but yeah, really, really come down, check down the shows, and just enjoy yourself. Really. All right, thanks a lot for coming on the show, Jesse. And thank you for having me. So there you have it, Jesse Handy. Thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. It was it was great to have a chat with you. And, uh, you know, people check him out, head out to the ACW shows. I'm a big fan of ACW. I think they're doing good work. You know, plugging along growing uh the crowd is very passionate very passionate very loud i'm looking forward to being able to drink beer while at those shows but if you like that interview and you like aussie grappler interviews in general boy do we have some for you there's more uh, i'm not the only person who does this there's people talking to aussie wrestlers all the time it's getting bigger and bigger every week so adam brooks stopped by on the turnbuckle and wrestle radio australia this week jack bonza is on wrestling source radio and maddie Wahlberg stopped by the top rope podcast to talk about survivor and also a little bit of wrestling and and you know just get into it with rose because that's what he does he and rose have that that classic rivalry it's going to be an iconic maddie Wahlberg rivalry moving forward i think uh so you know amazing amazing interviews to check out definitely get around it and this weekend if you want to know where you can catch the graps in western australia on friday night wpw uncensored on saturday night epw hell or high water that's at gate one theater tjp taking on damian slater dream match there and uh, so much more huge show one of the biggest of the year we'll probably talk about it on the flagship tomorrow in victoria on Saturday night, PCW Energy, an annual spectacular at the Southeastern Entertainment Center. But tonight, you've got APW 
at the Adrenaline Zone. And uh, tomorrow as well, of course, at the Thornbury Theatre, MCW are at it again with New Horizons. It's a big one. Adam Brooks challenging for the title against Slex. Definitely one to look out for. You also have BCW32. Jesse Hendy's on the card. Uh, that's taking place in East Burwood on Friday night. Sorry, Burwood East on Friday night. And then on uh, New South Wales, uh, Sydney on Saturday, you got BCW33 at Max Watts. That's on Saturday night. But the big one, the big one, of course, for me as a PWA faithful, it is PWA break their backs and make them rumble. That's at Max Watts tonight, Friday night in Sydney, streaming live on Ovo Play all across the world. I'll be watching from my couch here in Adelaide. You should too. Head to OvoPlay.com because that's what it's all about here. It's all about supporting Aussie grapplers, supporting Aussie wrestlers. Go out to the shows, stream the shows, cheer the good guys, boo the bad guys, buy a shirt from the soon-to-be-relaunched WrestlerMerch.com and uh, you know, get around it. Support the boys and girls. That's what it's all about. And if you want to support us here and what we do at The B+, you can do so at Patreon.com slash The B+. We are on social media. I am at Greg Unchained on Twitter, at the Greg Unchained on Instagram. We collectively are the B Plus Wrestle on Twitter because wrestling wouldn't fit the B Plus Wrestling everywhere else. Like, share, subscribe, five-star review if you like what we do. Thank you so much for listening.